0: all right so keeping it going here with this you know like what what was your whole thing about avatar like i know i mentioned the whole like danny ricardo thing in that whole situation i liked how they were able to kind of you know build off of what that whole comeback was for him in terms of like switching his mentality and like hanging out with his manager and talking about like oh i did not know if i was gonna be ready anymore to like i was gonna be super ready to go for this thing and I think Alpha Tower is one of like, weirdly enough, the shining stars, this whole thing. I mean, that's kind of what they wanted to give the storylines to, which I I guess is cool. But like, I don't know if they really should have given it to him. But I thought they brought a lot of great entertainment to the table for what it's worth. And although they kind of oversaturated a little bit, it still provided for some decent entertainment. So Shane, I know you wanted to bring that up as well as g- give some people like a bit of like the situation too. Because we we didn't talk about that all yet. So what's your whole situation on how they like, attack that whole DeVries situation.
1: I thought it was cool because you kind of saw from DeVries' perspective, like, his life outside of F1. And, like, just, like, how much of a big part of, like, this is, like, this is their life. You know, like, you look about, I, and, I, and I talk about, you know, F1 not being, like, any other professional sport, you know, when it comes to global worldwide. Like, like these guys eat, sleep, breathe, drink, racing. Like, they don't really do much other than that. So like obviously like celebrities and whatnot like and when you talk about soccer basketball especially like the NFL, um like they have a lot of like lives outside of their game like in respect to them and like, but like, these guys like driving is everything to them so when he got that taken away from him like we just saw like the clips of him just cleaning just for just for the sake of it you know in his apartment you know like, it was just interesting to see like just how much of a like I think sometimes it goes without saying but like you realize you take a step back and like say like, wow, like drive is everything for these guys. So like when they got that taken away from them, like they don't have much else going on. And so like, it was interesting to see DeVries' lifestyle with away from, you know, Formula One. But it just kind of made you appreciate, I guess, you know, how many amazing, you know, things other athletes have and like how they're really, and I'm not saying like these guys aren't celebrities or whatnot, like these guys aren't great personalities, because of course they are. But like, Driving is everything to them. So I guess just point this back to the Nick DeVries' point of view, like it was, it was. He kind of, made it, he kind of had to feel for the guy because, like, he, you know, like, yes, did did he not, you know, drive amazingly in the first half of the season? He did not do very well. You know, he didn't score a single point. But you know, like, you kind of feel sorry for that guy because, like, he doesn't have much else going for him at the moment. And that's that's crazy to say for like, a, you know, a former e champion as well.
0: Yeah, I think that was very key for, you know, to look at look at DeVries and that like, too, because I could count back to so many times earlier on in the year where we were absolutely bashing DeVries in race recaps in terms of like how terrible he was. I mean, he was he wasn't that great. He just didn't live up to the pressure. But I think when you bring in that personal perspective, which was which is what makes Driver survive so great. And that's what made us do what we do right now is because you add that personal perspective to these drivers and you add this certain entertainment value to these drivers and it brings the people side of it too because yeah athletes are athletes but like they're not robots like it's i think especially oh, with the are people, fans, you know? yeah especially with like especially with like the american fans over here like yeah i get it we're fanatics about we love this stuff mm-hmm. like we like to make a show out of it but at some point it just comes down to like athletes are people too they go through the same problems we do like it's mm-hmm. just kind of they're not on this like above the law type of pedestal type of thing so i think if we kind of humanize athletes a little bit more i think this this kind of helps with that especially with you know the whole all like all other sports are inspiring off this model because it works because you put that human side element to the things and that's where you're getting these like golf versions these tennis versions the rugby versions like it seems like every like even nascar 2 is now trying to profit off this like every sport you can find is trying to profit off of this model, and because they see that it's working and it's worked for six seasons for F one, it's gotten a lot of fans over. And I wouldn't say the same for you know rugby and NASCAR, but it might be kind of bringing in the same thing for like golf and tennis, or similar to that range. So, I think when you, like I said, coming back to that point, when you bring in that personal value to these types of shows, it makes it more relatable for people and it makes it more fun to watch. At least in my opinion, and that's why we're here where we are. So.
1: Yeah, no, I think it was it was good to see as well, like, the fact that, like, DeVries had some kind of, you know, acceptance of the situation. It would have been very easy in that position to kind of just absolutely, like, shut down and, like, you know, like, really just be angry and not want anything to do with the media. But he almost, like, embraced it as well and said, like, you know what? I am, like, to contradict my former point, like, I am more than a driver. Like, I'm a guy who, like, loves to live in Monaco and, like, like has a nice apartment and keeps it clean and like that likes to do that for fun and like has other hobbies you know like like you mentioned like these people they're they're real you know that they have a life outside of you know an f1 car despite of what i said earlier Um, (laughs) because sometimes it's it's hard to think about that because all you really see them is in that setting but you know like i think you put a great realm like these athletes are people and you know they go through the same you know issues as we do regardless of if you know they're getting paid millions more or not so it's Listen, we're lucky to have F1 in our lives. And yes, was last season a dud somewhat in the fact that there was total dominance from Max Verstappen, 19 out of 22 race wins. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, okay, how can we turn that into a positive light and be like, okay, there were so many cool storylines. Like McLaren came out of nowhere and like they were awesome towards the end of the season. like Lewis Hamilton got a pole position, which also I wish was kind of covered more in drivers' divide That wasn't really mentioned um, mm-hmm. in Hungary. I, I guess just thinking about that, back to that. But, like, there were so many, like, cool, like, individual moments. Like, you know, Carlos Sainz's win in Singapore. Like, people, yes, like, were a lot of weekends dominated by Red Bull. Yeah. But at the same time, the F1 season, there was so much more to it than just the win, the wins, you know, and the podiums, you know. Like, and that's what makes the sport so great. And that's why, despite, you know, dominance, and we've seen dominance from individual drivers, you know, ever since we followed the sport, that's you know, it's there's a reason we keep on coming back to it and it's because it provides entertainment and it gives just uh, you know almost like a i, I don't want to say like a you know an outlet from reality but it's it's i know for me it's something that like i always look forward to and just you know just to give me you know a laugh or put a smile on my face because it is such an amazing sport and it's great to see you know how how quickly we both kind of grown fond of it in such you know short periods of time because if you think about we haven't really been following the sport for too long but like we're so attached to it now obviously we have this little gig going as well so it's it's a fun time and it's just cool to see what sports can do to bring people together so listen i think that's you know the end of the the end of the story here and like drivers survive just thank you for once again you know giving us some entertainment before the season starts and um, i'm looking forward to a twenty twenty four season with some optimism that there'll be a lot of storylines, and it doesn't seem like F one ever seems disappointed in that facet of things. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, you you brought up a great point there. And I do want to bring up some other points before we end the show here. And to your point about you know the whole Max situation, right? And like it's like having these storylines pop up and having it more than just that. Like I think to be fair, it kind of humbles us a little bit too because like i said if we go back to all the race recaps that we did we started every show with max verstappen wins his 18th grand prix win this that and the third we were very narrow-minded in terms of like oh that was all that happened we didn't really talk about too much but like i think once you really like put the magnifying glass on that season like i said in the last few episodes if max verstappen doesn't exist this season will, will go down as one of the more competitive seasons we've ever seen in a long time not just from the driver's side too, but from the constructor's side too. And seeing those two those two standings kind of play within each other is key as well. And then the last thing I wanted to mention too was to your point about the lifestyle stuff that we keep talking about. I love the way that they started off the season with the off-season coverage because I don't think that they brought that up much in the past seasons. So to start off the rip with that was really cool. And I think like somewhere around like last year too, like – I was watching all like the Charles Leclerc vlogs that he did when he went up to like the Alps and did the whole like training camp and stuff like that. Like usually drivers would show off that type of stuff, like especially going into last season. But I thought it was really cool that the cameras were able to kind of get footage of them just kind of on the Alps or doing like flipping off a boat and going into the pool uh, the ocean in like Saint-Tropez or Monaco or something like just to give us like a little taste of the off season before you get into the actual season again like we talked about before it shows us that relatability that we see from these drivers and what makes this show so special so i think to end things off too right like yeah we we like to criticize the show as it's like boring it's not what it used to be because we're f1 fans and we watch the race every week it's meant for casuals this that, and the third but we like, like shane said thank you drive to survive because you're the reason why both of us are making this podcast today so We appreciate you and all the producers, box to box films, for making this along with Netflix as well. Shout out to everyone who was a part of it for the last six years. It's still going to keep going too because we know they're going to be season seven because it's the most successful sports documentary series we've seen in a long time. I think since the, I think you can make an argument that the, that it's like the F1 series and the baseball documentary with Ken Burns. I think Ken Burns is still like above it in terms of quality, but like in terms of the, like the longevity, like they're, this, the drive to survive is getting kind of close to that. So, being able to keep that longevity for this documentary series is key in terms of, you know, how it's sustainable in F one, especially not just now but in the future, and just get more F one fans like us going here.
1: Yeah, Rome. Um, just stand this on a you know a bit of a, a note, just to tie things together. You probably I don't know if you're expecting me to say this or not, but like, I I really want to thank F one and and the sport for just like having it in my life has been so amazing recently like yes have has there not been a lot of parody there hasn't but like it's it's the storylines it's the people it's the it's you know the relationships we get to build from the sport that make it so special and especially for you know someone that sports is such a big part of their life you know and like sometimes you know it it can feel like there's a lot of you know dark days and whatnot Mm-hmm. There's always a hope idea the end of the total that, like you know, there's an F1 race this weekend, and like I'll be getting up for that regardless of you know my current emotion or mood or whatnot. And I think that's such a that's just such such a special thing about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how it connects everyone, regardless of you know emotions or things like that, because you know you'll be the first to know. Like the past, you know, eighteen months, you know, twenty four months for myself have not been the easiest, mm-hmm. and you know, sports has has been. Uh, not everything but it's been a big part of the reason why i continue to keep going because it just it's so entertaining to watch but also i think f1 does a great job of you know connecting the sport and really embracing its fans so thank you f1 for continuing you know to make you know my life enjoyable on a week to week basis because you never fail to deliver um just some great content and whatnot whether that means off the track or you know actually the races itself it's it, it holds a very special place in my heart. I just wanted to mention that as well before we end things up today.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well said. I think we'll, I think we'll end up there. I think you wrapped it up perfectly in your little uh, monologue there. So let things off right there, guys. Next episode, we're bringing the predictions to the table. Our drivers and constructors standings predictions for 2024 are coming through soon for you. And then we'll have our first qualifying and race recap of the season. So it's going to get really fun, really fast. We're bringing with you the content week by week or as much as we can give you. And buckle your seatbelts, everybody, because this is going to be a wild ride to the finish. It's going to be fun. These 23 races coming into the fold. And, yeah, what else you got, Shane?
1: Uh, Not much room, but, you know, one last message. Like, it's kind of crazy to think about Bahrain's already this weekend. You know, I remember when the season ended last year and me kind of saying to myself, like, I'm so happy it's over. But at the same time, you kind of get midway through of the offseason and so many things are happening and you're seeing pictures and cars back on track. And it's like, can we just have this back already? So that's the great thing about, you know, the sport is it always keeps you, you know, eager and on your on your toes. So, listen, I'm I'm you just never know what's going to happen in an F1 season. People can say, you know, things that have obviously come out of testing to it comes to the Red Bull are probably going to dominate again. But what I know for a fact is that I'm going to have a lot of fun in the process with you and talking about it. And that's what I'm most looking forward to. And, you know, hopefully continuing to grow this community because, you know, like, you know, these drivers are so much more than, you know, their sport. We in our friendship, you know, is so much more than just podcasting. So yeah. I just want to, you know, just relay that message as well. Like we're, we're so much more than just, you know, sports journalists and, and fans of the game as well. So hopefully we can bring that message and our more of our personalities, you know, to this podcast as well.
0: Yeah, and I think this episode in general was a bunch that you're seeing our kind of banter that we throw around with each other because we're just friends at the end of the day. We're not like, we're not just here because we're sports journalists that we were assigned to work together. It's not been like that. Like Shane came to me like what a year or two ago saying like, hey, you want to collab with me on this? I'm like, bet, let's do it. And ever since then, we were yeah. on it. So it's crazy. Well,
1: it's, it's crazy to think about, like, we're, we, we've we got to be approaching 100 episodes soon. Like, I'm not exactly sure about yeah, that. Some, but something like,
0: something along those lines, yeah. It's crazy sure.
1: to think about, like, we've been following the sport since the, you know, halfway point of 2022 season. So this is our second full season cover in F1. And, like, when you think about that, it doesn't seem like I've known you for the longest time. But, like, time has passed, man. Like, yeah. holy cow. Like, it's been a minute since we started this thing. And uh, I'm just excited to see it keep on growing. And I, I there's no one about wanting wanted to do it with you, man. So much yeah. love, bro.
0: Thank you, bro. Yeah, you too, man. Hey, keeping it going and keeping it growing, baby. We love that over here. So, yes, hey, one last thing. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow the Starting a Grid podcast right now. Uh, wherever you're listening to your podcast, Spotify, Spotify geez, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, spam that follow button right now. Leave us a five-star review. I don't say that enough. I should say it more. So please tell a friend to tell a friend to follow this podcast because we are going crazy this season. And you can follow me at Rome Jacob one and at RomeKDTV on Instagram. You can follow my guy Shane Holcomb at S Holcomb5. And we will for our next podcast episode for our predictions videos for drivers and constructors. should be a lot of fun. We'll see you guys later. Peace.